0: Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 2 Sons and Daughters. The time is now around 1800 BC. Generations and their lifespans are now reducing after the flood. People still live a long time. After Sarah dies, aged 127, Abraham, the 20th generation since Adam, asks his most trusted servant, Eliezer, to find a bride for his son, Isaac. The bride does not come from Canaan, but she must be from his own family in Mesopotamia, Babylon. Eliezer makes the long 500-mile journey and thinks he's found the one at a well. Episode 5 – A Bride for a Son Rebecca, meaning to bind or captivating, goes home and tells her family about the man that she's met at a well. Her brother Laban, meaning white, goes back to check the story and meet the stranger. Laban invites him to their home where Eliezer tells the family the whole story. They recognize that God has planned this and give their permission to Rebecca to marry. Now Eliezer makes gifts to the family and arranges to leave. Rebecca agrees to the match and they set off for Canaan. The camel train crosses the desert and, in the evening light, Isaac, now 40 years old, is sitting in the peace of the evening, meditating when he sees them. Rebecca dismounts her camel as she sees Isaac in the distance and veils her face. When the two meet, Isaac takes Rebekah to his mother's tent and she becomes his wife. Abraham now remarries and has more sons and aged 175. Just before he dies, he sends his new sons away and leaves his entire inheritance to Isaac. Ishmael, the elder half-brother of Isaac, returns for his father's funeral and together they bury their father in the cave which Abraham had bought for Sarah. Now, like her mother-in-law before, Rebecca cannot conceive. So after 20 years of marriage, Isaac and Rebecca have produced no heirs. So Isaac, now almost 60 years old, asks God to give them children. And miraculously, Rebecca becomes pregnant. The pregnancy is difficult, and there is a struggle within her womb. God tells her that it's because she's carrying two nations, twin brothers. God says that the younger brother will be the strongest and he will be served by his older brother. The birth is dramatic and the brothers come out of the womb, the second baby holding on to the first baby's heel. Rebecca names her son, the firstborn Esau, meaning hairy, and the secondborn, who held so tightly to his brother, she names Jacob, meaning supplanter, held by the heel. Jacob becomes his mother's favourite and Esau becomes an outdoor man and a hunter and his father's favorite. Once again, there is famine in Canaan, but God tells Isaac not to go to Egypt and to stay in the land. Isaac decides to go to King Abimelech the Philistine, a local Middle Eastern tribe who his father knew. Like his father before him, Isaac fears the locals will kill him for his beautiful wife, so he tells them Rebekah is his sister. But King Abimelech sees Isaac and Rebekah together and is angry with the lie. But because Abimelech has made a treaty, a promise with Abraham, he tells the locals not to harm them. But the Philistines have already shown their animosity by filling in wells dug by Abraham, Isaac's father. So Isaac and his men unblock the wells and dig new ones. Now the Philistines become envious because Isaac's crops prosper. With the death of Abraham, Isaac is now the head of the family, but rivalry between his two sons threatens the family's stability. You can read the story in the book of Genesis, chapter 22 to 24. picture of marriage, love and fidelity is used continually in the Bible story. Old Testament books establish God's relationship with man, starting with the Hebrew people, This family line has to learn to trust and obey God in order to receive their inheritance, God's will. The books put the Hebrews center stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. God says that the Hebrew people are not to marry with foreigners. When the Bible uses the term foreigners, The Bible is referring to those who worship idols and pursue the rituals and practices that are contrary to God's only holy way. The Bible narrative, the Bible story references many empires and nations that history has much data on. We can understand the nature of opposition to God's ways in light of the practices and cultures that history shines a spotlight on. The Bible library shows that we are all part of the same story. The Bible lists the firstborn to receive inheritance, and throughout the story the firstborn has a key role. Israel is the nation called God's firstborn son, and God told Abraham that through his seed all nations, all peoples on earth would be blessed. The Bible lists family trees and tribes, giving a DNA, a place and a context its characters. Rather than view a tribal reference as a racial context, you can look at the family DNA. How was that family established, which can enlarge on a character's motives? It's a bit like listening to a global news story if you don't appreciate a country's history. Its conflicts and its past give greater context of the story. If the context is not given, the true story is lost. Despite tribes being referenced in the Bible story, there are always characters who stand out from their tribal DNA. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story.
1: These podcasts,
0: called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.